Okay. Okay. All right, we are continuing the Arucha Shurem, and we are in the second shear of the second week of Hilchas and it's sort of a continuation, a bit from Monday, and we will just give a quick overview of what we did on Monday, and uh, the Shurem of Chaydesh Shvat are sponsored by the Greenberger family. Um, the learning should be a schus for them. And, uh, you know, when I, when I thought about last week, we talked about if we're going to have shear this week at all, Monday and Wednesday. So first I said, you know, Baruch Hashem, we had were people here. Most, uh, at least three people were here, and Ellie was on the, on, the, on the Zoom. But then I said to myself, so many people are not in Shtut. No, so many people are not here in the city learning. And that was Monday night. Tonight, there's even less people, because people left already today. So how much learning is going on? So, Pasha, we have to learn. If we're here, we have to learn and hold up. We've got to hold up the city. So that's what we're doing here. So realize, Baruch Hashem, the Akhrayis and the schus that we have here. Okay, so we started talking on Monday about the concept of Asmachta. And just to review what the concept of Asmachta was in the second half of Monday's share, we went through it in depth. And we saw that as deep as we went, it goes a lot deeper than that. And the concept of asmachta is that when I put something into some type of condition or some type of stipulation into a deal that for some reason I truly don't think is going to happen. So even though the word asmachta means I rely on it, it really means I'm relying on something that I'm not really relying on. It's really something that causes me not to be committed to it. So we saw what we made into sort of a three-way machlaikas. We had the Shulchan Aruch who, who, um, who um, defined asmachta as being um, a condition that is dependent on something happening in the future for it to occur. For example, if it will rain, then I will sell you my lawnmower. So that's all something in the future. Nothing happens now. Now, nothing occurred. So since everything is dependent on what's going to happen in the future, it's considered, I don't really commit myself to it. Um, as opposed to if I sell it to you now, with a Kenyan now, and that's the action that's happening now, and I make a stipulation if it rains tomorrow. So that's not called the problem of asmachta, because something is occurring now. Mashenkin, in the first case that I said, nothing's happening now. I'm saying, if it will rain tomorrow, then I will go and sell you the, uh, the lawnmower. So that is the, the Shulchan Aruch's definition of Asmachta. And since everything is dependent on the future, it's already, not, I'm, non, non-committal from, I'm not committed to it. The Ramah was going with the sheet of Rashi and the Ri in Taisvis. And he basically said there are three different chilukim to the dinim of Asmachta. He said things that are not in your hands to do and is dependent on somebody else. For example, if you have to go buy wine from somewhere and you say that if I don't get the wine for you, I'll pay you top, top value for what the wine was worth. So since um, buying the wine is not dependent on, your, on you because someone else needs to sell it to you, it's totally biyad acherim. So in that case, it's considered asmachta, and therefore even if you don't end up buying the wine, you do not have to pay him. 
if it is biyadai to do, if it's in his hands to do it, for example, if he's a sharecropper who says that if I don't produce, I will pay you what should have been produced. So that's in his hands to do. It's not dependent on anyone else. You go, do, go, go, um, you know, go plow the field, go plant. And the... The, the, um, the condition that he made, or what he said is going to happen, was not a guzma. There was nothing whacked out about it. He said, I'll pay you what it should have produced. That's a normal thing. So since it's biyadai and it's not a guzma, so that is not asmachta, and in that case the person would be obligated to pay the, what should have been produced. If, and the third thing, says the Ramah, that if it's biyadai, he could do it. He could plow the field, he could plant the field. However, what he said was, if I don't do it, I'll pay you a thousand zuz, which was a penalty that was just way over the top. So that's a guzma. So again, in that situation, it's also an asmachta, because since he, the, the uh, penalty he made for himself was not pay what should have been produced, that's normal. A whacked out thing, a thousand zuz. So again, he's not really committing himself to this deal, and that is asmachta. So that is the Ramah's three different chilukim and asmachta. And the last thing we said was the Rajba, that the Rajba said, he went through all the Gemaras, we didn't go through it, he, he said himself, went through all the Gemaras, and the basic idea was that if you say it in a way of a penalty, a penalty is always asmachta. If you don't say it in the way of a penalty, so then it's not asmachta, and that may be why if you say that I will, I will, um, you know, if I, plow the, if I don't plow the field, I'll pay you what should have produced. That's not a penalty. That's just being mashlim what it did not produce. But if I say I'm going to pay $1,000, that's a penalty. And it'll make nafkamina in other cases, so that's the Lashon of the Rajba, that what makes something an asmachta is if it's biderech kenas. If the way you're doing it is like a penalty clause, so that is asmachta, I don't really commit myself to penalties. Yeah. situation where the uh, person is able to do something, you know, explaining it first, you know, something, it, it could do it. But it's a situation where the problem would probably often be able to do it because it just, you know, so it's, it's not a good month. So I guess it's not rigid, but it's something that, you know, that. So maybe that's not called biyadai. Right. So that's not called biyadai, perhaps. Right, but so right, so right, so you'd have to down up if that was called something enough of a reason to say he probably didn't commit to it. Okay, so that's asmachta. So now. What we have is a, a little bit of a problem, not a real problem. Make sure he hasn't logged in here. No, not a real problem. But the issue is that most times in documents, um, people put in penalty clauses and things like that. And L'chaira, according to this, we should really, in most cases, they should not be uh, valid. So is there any way to get around this? Is there any way to make an asmachta, to make it something that you are obligated to keep? So that's going to be tonight's sugya. So if we look in page 37, 37 is a Gemara Masechta Nadarim. And if you look at the top of the page there, um, right before the Mishnah and the Gemara and Nadarim, right before the Mishnah, not, not the top of the page, the bottom of the Gemara, on page 37, right before the Mishnah, it says, V'hilchasa asmachta kanya. The halacha is that asmachta is binding. That means you have to keep it, even though it's asmachta. 
Vihu deloy anis. The first thing is that it was not something beyond your control, and that has to do with the Gemara there in the Darim that we're not going into at the moment, uh, uh, that we're not going to a moment. Vihu, but how does it work? The whole idea, and this is going to be the logic of the whole thing, the whole idea of an asmachta is that because of whatever, what makes it asmachta makes me that I don't commit. If we have a way of you showing that you do truly commit in this case, so then there's no reason that tonight shouldn't work. The whole reason is you make a condition. However, because of all these variables, we say you never really thought it's going to happen. You didn't mean the, you didn't commit. It's too vague, whatever, however, uh, whichever definition of asmachta you have, the bottom line is that I didn't commit to it. So if there's a way to get me to show that I do commit to it, it should be okay. So the Gemara says if you make a Kenyan in a Bezdin Chashuv, so that is so strong that shows commitment. Now, what does that mean, a Kenyan in a Bezdin Chashuv? So if you look at the, um, well, let's look at the Ran. If you look at the Ran, it was on the right side of the page there. Now, I'm not looking where the arrow is, I'm going a little up before that, where they don't have it marked. The beginning of that Dibar HaMaschil, which is about one, two, three, four, five, six lines in the middle size lines. So the first thing is, what's a Bezdin Chashev mean? We know a Bezdin is a court. Three people make a court. What's a Bezdin Chashev? So the Ran says, Kloimar, La'alim la'fkuyim amayna. It's a strong enough Bezdin that they have the ability to be, excuse me, to be mighty mamen, to obligate someone to pay. Stam three people get together, they could be matayur nidarim. Doesn't mean, necessarily mean that they have the power to force you to pay. A bezdin that is a kavua, a set bezdin, a city bezdin, or something like that, that's set up as a set bezdin, has the power to get someone to pay. So it has to be such a bezdin, kigain bezdina, deravami, ravasi, like their bezdin was a, was a bezdin chashub. Vishaloi kedivri haramam zal shehitzrich samach. The Rambam says you need a bezdin with people who have smicha. Now it's not the smicha from nowadays, where that just means you've passed the test and you show, you've shown that you know how to paskin. This is the smicha from the days of Chazal, from the days of, of, of the Tanoim, from Moshe Rabbeinu down to Yeshua. It was a special ordinance of smicha that was only given to the greatest of people, from the greatest of people. We don't have smicha anymore. In Eretz Yisrael they had smicha. So the Rambam said a bezdin chashev has to be a bezdin of people with smicha. So he, he doesn't like that. The, the Ran doesn't like that. So that's, we're going to see other definitions of Bezdin Chashev when we turn the page. But that's what the Ran starts off. Now, the Ran continues and he says, and he says, Mumcha, should have said Mumcha, not, uh, not Samach. Okay, not Chashev. This is the question. Bezdin Chashev Lamli. The Rishayim have a question on this Gemara. What do you need a Bezdin Chashev for? Do Amr Beperek Ezeo Neshech. Now this is very similar to what the Shulchan Aruch said. The Shulchan Aruch said that when everything is in the future, so then that's asmachta. If it'll rain, then I will sell it to you. It's all in the future. It's all vague in the future. But if you do something now, you sell it to the guy now, you make a Kenyan now, and then the condition is just tomorrow it should rain, so that works. So Frek the Rishonim, what do you need a Bezden Chasha for? Every stipulation should just say it should work from now. Whenever the tznai is mekuyim, it works from now. And we're making the kinyan now for it to happen. 
So that's enough to work. So what do we need all these fancy Bezdin Chashev business? Just do something now. This is, this is, um, this is the question. So, so the Ran goes here into a big Machlaikas Rishayim to understand what's Pshat in this Gemara. And some of the Rishayim's answers are that you're right, Bezdin Chashev is only in this Gemara specific case where we're not learning exactly what. But it's a special case here that you need Bezdin Chashev. And everywhere else, you're right, Me'achshav should work. But if you go all the way down to the bottom of the Ran, one, two, three, four, five, um, um, where am I looking over here? Uh, let's say, um, where does he say it here? Linearly came, like five lines from the bottom one, two, three, four, five at the end of the line. The Enochanami. It's about uh, five lines from the bottom, about eight words from the end of the line. It's true. If you say me'achshav with a kinyan, you don't need a bezden chashav. You're right. We don't need it. Says the Ran, but Agamara was talking about the concept of bezden. And once we were talking about Bezdin, Ashmina, Dina, Achrina, the Gemara wanted to tell us a second halacha. You're right, there's other ways out of Asmachta. Say Meachshav, you're right, that's true. Simple Eitzah. But the Gemara is saying another Eitzah. That what? If you don't want to say Meachshav, if it's a case where you don't do anything now, you could still give Asmachta some teeth for it to be to be a commitment if you're in a Bezdin Chashev. Why? Because we are witnesses. That means it's clear to us a person doesn't joke around in a Chashev a Bezdin. You don't do things that you don't commit to in a Bezdin. If, when you're making a deal with your friend, yeah, if it rains tomorrow, I'll sell you the lawnmower. Okay, that's, you know, you joke around, I didn't really mean it, you come back tomorrow, it rained, yeah, but okay, but I'm not really sure. When you're in a Bezdin and you make a commitment, that's a real commitment. That's Anan Sadi. That is like, we are witnesses to that. So therefore, It's as if you said Me'achshav, which means to say, you've committed. So the Ran is paskening, the Ran is paskening that this is a halacha by all asmachtas, not only in this Gemara here in Adarim, all asmachtas, if we could show commitment, how do we show commitment? Because you make a Kenyan in a Bezdin Chashev, so even though all, it has all of the variables of asmachta to it, but the fact of the matter is, being in a Bezdin shows you're committed to this deal, and that's enough to make it that it is a Chiyav now. Now you're obligated. That is the, what the Ran is telling us. So now if we turn the page to the tour, on page 38, the tour at the top of the page says, V'chein kasav adaini avi harashzal, that my father the Rosh said, Shimkanu minei bevezdin chashuv, you make a kinyan in a bezdin chashuv, oi, and you read that oi, or if he says meyachshav, either way will work, kind of. V'nikra bezdin chashev. What is a bezdin chashev? So the the tour says shloisha shebekiim b'dinei asmachta. A bezdin chashev are three people who are experts in the halacha of asmachta. 
Now we'll see why we need that. We'll see that on the next page. Vachiluk, what does it mean they're experts in Asmachta? They understand the difference. Sheyesh bein Whether the person is exaggerating or not. You go down to the bottom. Or if it's biyadai or not. Or ain't biyadai lasais. The kevan de bikiyam bedine asmachta. Since they know the halachas of asmachta. Vihikna de asmachta. And the kinyan here was made in a way that he's saying, I don't want it to be an asmachta, meaning I'm truly committing myself here in Bezdin. So one second. So says the says the says the um, says the 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 tour. You want to know how this really works? Hefker Bezdin Hefker. It works with the concept of Hefker Bezdin Hefker, and that means to say. That since I committed myself to something, you'll say again, but how does the transaction work? How does the transaction work if there was no real Kenyan happening now? So you have to come onto the concept of Hefker, Bezdin, Hefker. There's a concept, Minatayra, that Bezdin has the ability to take away property from one person and give it to another. How does he, Bezdin do it? Because they make it ownerless. Just like an owner can be mafkir his own things, the Gemara learns from Sukkim that Bezdin has the power to make Hefker Bezdin Hefker. So therefore, when I show that I'm committed here through doing this in the Bezdin Chashuv, and the Bezdin knows that really the Lashonis I'm using are Asmachta Lashonis, they know that I'm exaggerating. They know it's Ein Biyadi. So they know this is not an, it's really an Asmachta. But the fact that I'm doing it in the Bezdin and I'm saying, no, I don't want it to be an Asmachta. Okay, but, but, but what's the mechanics? How does it work? Just because you don't want it to be an Asmachta? The answer is, Hefker Bezdin Hefker kicks in. Hefker Bezdin Hefker kicks in and says, if this is the way you want it to work, we're going to make it work that way. And therefore, even though you used all of the terminologies of Asmachta, you exaggerated, it wasn't Biyadi, all those things, we could still make it work through Hefker, Bezdin, Hefker. There's another Machlaikas Rishayinim, another Machlaikas Rishayinim, if it only works, if you take that Shtar, the document that has all the Asmachta and stuff in there, and you actually give it over to Bezdin. So it's as if Bezdin's the one who is going to make sure that this deal goes through. Some Rishayinim hold like that. The Torah says, no, you don't have to do that. We hold, even if you didn't give it to Bezdin, because Hefker, Bezdin, Hefker is able to make this work. So that's the Torah. Now if you look at the Beis Yosef, um, just to see a little bit more about what a Bezdin Chashev is. On the top right side is the Beis Yosef. Um, and he says, Mashakasav Nikra Bezdin Chashev Shloisha Shabikim, Kenkaz of Arash, in Parakeh Pashad, in Arbanadarim, Uvezdin Chashev Haya Oimer Ram. So the Ram would say, Hainuhani de Gemiri Dini Asmachta, Viyadi de Loikani Elamikayach Hefker Bezdin. Right? That's what we just said. That the Bezdin knows the Dinim and knows this is only working out Hefker Bezdin, so therefore they could invoke Hefker Bezdin. If you have a Bezdin of people who don't understand this, so it doesn't work because they don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to make Hefker Bezdin. Okay. Fine. The Bezdin Chashiv Hainu Achashiv Shabi'ir. 
It's no fancy things. It doesn't mean a big bezin anywhere. It means the most important bezin in the city. You don't play games in the most important bezin of that city. You'll say, what do you mean? This is the chash of a bezin here? Somewhere else in Yerushalayim there's a more chash of a bezin. Makes no difference. Ain't lo no le bezin chash of shalei because endless, you always find another chashev, another chashev. There'll be nobody left for a bezdin chashev. So according to this shita, it means the most chashev a bezdin in the city. Um, okay, and in the end, he brings in, um, he brings in the Rambam that we said from the Ran, that you need to be smuchim in Eretz Yisrael, and he brings the Ran that, no, it's not true, you just need a bezdin that's able to be mighty moment. So that is um, that is the tour with the Beis Yosef. Now let's look at the Mechaber on page 39. In Sif Tezvav, the Mechaber is going to say everything that we just said. It should be very easy read. Asmachta shekanu alav bevezdin chashuv hareza kana. And asmachta that a kinyan was made in bezdin chashuv is kaina. V'chol shloisha debikiyah bedine asmachta mikri bezdin chashuv linyanzeh. Whoever is a Baki is considered Bezdin Chashuv. And if you look down quickly into the Bir Hagra, in the fifth line, he writes, The Bezdin Chashuv mitam hefker Bezdin, Utsrichim sheyeidu dekan havi asmachto mikayach hefker Bezdin maknin, which is what we just said from the Beis Yosef, that since it's bidin hefker Bezdin hefker, they just got to know what they're doing in order to be able to do it. Okay. Says back up in the Ramah, Some say Bezdin Chashev means the Chashev one in the city. Now, now comes along the Ramah and says something fascinating because we've now figured out in Eitzah how to make it work. So if you want to make a business deal with somebody and want to put a penalty in there, so very good, go to the, most, to the Bezdin Chashev Shabir and make the Kenyan in Bezdin. And then that shows commitment and everything should be okay. Okay, I, don't, I never saw anybody do such a thing. I never saw anybody write a contract and then go to Bezdin and make a Kenyan. So everything's out the window. Says the Ramah, If you told them to write in the Shtar, that you had made a Kenyan in a Bezdin Chashov, turn the page, even though you didn't actually do it, Mahani, it works. Fascinating concept. I could say that I did this in a Bezdin Chashuv even though I never really did it. Now, it's a little hard to understand the mechanics of this. We're going to talk about this next week more. There's a Kenyan called Oidisa. Oidisa means I admit that this is yours. According to the Naidi Behuda, that's the best type of Kenyan. When we do the Chametz, when we sell the Chametz to the guy, we do nor- numerous Kenyanim, each one independent of each other. One of them is Kenyan Oidisa, which we admit that you own the Chametz. And that's one of the Kenyanim. So this is a Kenyan called Oidisa. It, perhaps, it's not clear, but perhaps it goes along with that. Now we do have to understand a little bit the, the, the concept here. On one hand, we could sort of understand it by saying, if the whole point of the Bezdin Chashuv is to show that I'm committed, and I don't make jokes in a Bezdin Chashuv, 
So the fact that I tell the, I say to write in the star that I did make a king in Bezdin Chashuv also shows my commitment. Again, we need to show our commitment. The question is, what's a little hard to understand is, if it's really working out Hefker, Bezdin, Hefker, and the Bezdin did, there was no Bezdin that made it Hefker, how does it really work? It works a little bit better with just a very simple understanding of, I need to show real commitment. So if I show commitment, that obligates me. So that is what the Ramah says here. The Ramah says you could do that. You could write in a star that I made a Kenyan in Bezdin Chashuv, and that's enough to make this Asmachta be binding. Now, if you look at the, ta- so now if you look at the, let's look at this Ma, in the top of the page, top, all the way at the top. Um, he brings Afagav the Lekanum Yodei, the Asbaldin, we know it never happened. Mahani says the Sma. You know, I don't know why. because since he admitted and he said he acquired it, it's as if we know that he really committed to make the Kenyan. There's a halach of Kenyan Agav. What's Kenyan Agav? Kenyan Agav means to say, I want to acquire metal, movable objects. But um, I, there's no way for me to make a Meshicha or a Hagba to actually be kind. So it's a Kenyan called Agav. Agav means that I purchase and I acquire a piece of your land, and that I could do with Kesef or with the Kenyan Sudr, with Chalipin, and then while I'm acquiring your land, the Metaltalim come, come along with it. Agav means like they're like uh, secondary to it. They come schlepped along with it. So the, so the Smaz bothered, because in Simon Kufir Gimel, it says there, if a guy says that he's making a, he's, he's being moida, that he acquired, that he, not he acquired, that he sold, um, he gave someone, these metaltalim agav karka. And we know he doesn't have karka. It doesn't work. Well, what do you mean? What's the difference? The guy admitted it happened. Over here we're saying, when you admit something happens, even if it didn't, it's okay. And over there, when he admits it happens, we know he doesn't have karka, so it couldn't have worked. We say it's not okay. So says the Sma, Over there, if he doesn't have land, there's no Kenyan. So who cares he says he has land? He says he did it. There's no land. There's nothing to make the Kenyan. A Vulcan over here, there's not about making the Kenyan. It's all about Gemiras Das. Am I committing or not? Am I truly committing? Over here is Tali if I'm serious. So when I admit that I did it in a Bezdin Chashev, even if we know that I didn't, all it means to say it shows that I'm committed. That's the difference. I could show commitment by saying something that maybe didn't happen because it's just showing I'm committed to this deal. For me to make Kenyanim that did, are impossible to happen, like Kenyan Agav, if I don't have land, it's not going to work. So that says the Sma is the understanding here. And he says um, other things as well. For example, he says later on, let's say a person wrote in the star 
that he accept, accepts on himself these, these things with a cherem chamor or a shvua deiraisa. That means he, he made a shvua that this is true and a cherem that he, that, that he did this and we know he didn't do it. So is it binding or not? The answer it is. Because all of those things are there just to show commitment. So if you're willing to say that yes, I made a shvua, that shows your commitment. It can't make a kinyan, but it could show commitment. And in fact, the, on the next page, the Nesivas, we won't go through it inside, but the Nesiva says that, for example, let's say you're trying to make a Kenyan on a Dabr Shalab Al-Ilam. Dabr Shalab Al-Ilam, something that's not in the world yet. You can't make a Kenyan on such a thing. So even if you're Maida that you made the Kenyan, it doesn't work because the Kenyan can't work. Haidah can't make Kenyanim transactions happen if they're not, it can't happen in Halacha. All Haidah could do is show commitment. That's what the Sma is saying over here. Next week we'll see how that fits into the Kenyan called Adisa. But that's what he's saying over here. Over here it's about showing, it's about showing commitment. Now, there's one last Knech here. And the Bishchei tells us to look in a Sefer called Beishmul Achran. So if you turn to page 42, there's a Sefer called the Beishmul Achran. And the Beishmul Achran has a little bit of a different Pshat in the, in the, in the Sma. In other words, we're understanding the sma to mean that it's about showing commitment. The Beishmul Akron says, no, it's a little different. And this is where things might be changed in, in how to understand what Haidah does. So if you look in the top, on the top there, on the left-hand side, in the second last line, he says, The Ein HaPirish Bisma Kasher Pirish Hanavar. The explanation of the sma is not like you were saying, which he was saying is a commitment thing. And for us, really, it doesn't make a difference. It still works. It's the question if we could apply it in other places, and in his case, it made a difference. Now, we've had this before. We've had the concept like the din of Arev. The fact that you believed me or trusted me to do something, I am committing to you. We talked about this, any schiras piling, when you hire a hired worker, what makes the Kenyan? The fact of the matter is that I told you to do something and you accepted it is enough of a Kenyan. It's midin arev. Just like if I tell you to go give someone money, that makes a Kenyan to me. Why? Because the hana that I got, that you listened to me, I was gomer omakni. So here also he says like this, the vishas matamois agav de mehemne gomer omakni. So the, the Beish Molachran is saying it's not a difference between a Kenyan and a commitment. There's a true Kenyan going on here as well. And the Kenyan is because, um, because you believed me, I committed myself. But not just a commitment in my heart. There was, it's an actual Kenyan. It's an actual Kenyan that we've made that is Chal right now. Masha'enke, when it comes to uh, Agav Karka, and you don't have Karka, so it just doesn't work. The Karka is non-existent. But the, when it comes to commitments, the Beishmol Achron is saying, it's not just a Shailin Gemiras Das, in my mind if I'm committed. It's an obligation because of a Kenyan. The fact that I accepted upon myself in a Bezdin Choshev to do this, that actually makes a Kenyan that is Mechai of me to do what I said I'm going to do. 
and this is going to make an afkamina in certain cases, but Nigel in Yonenu, we're talking about how to write a contract. So according to the, this, the Ramah, so now when you write a contract with a penalty, you don't have to go to a Bezdin Chashev and make the Kenyan. According to the Ramah, all you have to do is write in the Shtar that I made a Kenyan in a Bezdin Chashev. And now you're committed. And that's enough, according to the Ramah. So this is a way, now it's very, what we're going to do is next week, by the way, by the, at the end of the week, after we, we go through a whole bunch of other things next week, we're going to, I think they have here, yeah, on page 59, which is the last page of next week, they actually have a sample um, agreement validation clause, which goes through all the different things, some we've talked about, some we'll talk about next week, to put it together into real life of what happens. But Negetu Asmachta, this is what happens. You write that this Kenyan was made in a Bezdan Chashev. Now I want you to know this is used more often than not, I say more often than not, I have this sometimes Negea to the Bezdan. Negea to the Bezdan. So sometimes we have, the, the, the way we run the Bezdin through the Beis Havad's Bezdin, our regional Bezdin, is most Dine Torah done through Zoom, through video conferencing. Um, it's the easiest thing because we have Dayanim sitting in the Bezdin in Lakewood and Chashev Dayanim there. And we could have a Din Torah anywhere. Have a Din Torah, we had once here a Din Torah, two people in Cleveland. Once they had one person was, uh, was uh, I forgot, we're different cities. And you get everybody together and finish. So we have a special, whenever you go to Dintara, Dintara is an arbitration. So there's a, there's a legal arbitration agreement and then there's a halakhic arbitration agreement that everybody has to sign. They sign, they send it back. Now, if you're in Bezdin, they make a Kenyan. Which means they give you, just like when I, you sell the chametz to me, right? You make a Kenyan. They give a, a, a something, a, a, a suder, And that's, that obligates everybody in halacha. What is that? That's committing themselves to what the Bezdin is going to say. Anyway, when I, I gave shir this week on the Marsham on Tuesday. So I mentioned that the, um, the, the Gaish uh, uh, judge in, uh, in one of the cities, one of the cities he was in, used to send people to the Marsham for court cases because he thought his, his thinking was so straight. And he used to, I didn't say this in the shir, but the way the judge used to say is that once the rabbi gives everybody the handkerchief, like the story's over already, you know. He didn't know what that handkerchief was, but he thought it's like some magic handkerchief. Once he gave the handkerchief, he already passed the halacha like he knew already. There was once a story, I didn't even say it, there was once a story where it was a guy and a Jew in court and the, 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 the judge sent them to the Marsham and the guy says, I'm not going to him. He's for sure going to be partial to the Jew. The judge got so upset at him, says, you're right, you guys are staying here. And he obligated, and he, and he, he made the guy guilty for saying such chutzpah things, like the marsham is going to be partial to one side. That's, that's how, how much he held of him. Okay, so you make a Kenyan. How to get to that? You make a Kenyan. So, 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 and in the agreement that you signed, it says, this agreement was made with the Kenyan Soder. So I brought up, I said, well, we, this is online here, right? So everybody signed it and sent it back to me, but nobody made a Kenyan Sudr. How am I supposed to get the Kenyan Sudr? So they told me it doesn't make a difference. As long as they signed that they made the Kenyan Sudr, that works even though they didn't make it. It's this halakha. Why? Because the whole Kenyan Sudr is a commitment. It's a commitment to listen to the Bezdin. So as long as you say you did it, you're committed. This is very interesting. So when does come Nachamol Halacha Lamaisa? This past year, Bechiris Chametz on Pesach, right? We, nobody made Kenyanim with me, right? It was all, everyone, you signed the document and you sent it back to me. No one made a Kenyan. 
No problem. A Kenyan's not makiv. You don't need it. As long as you sign, that's enough. You could even tell it to me verbally. The only problem is in the Shtar Harsha that I made you sign, the original Shtar Harsha, it says there at the end of it, if you read the small print, it says right before you sign it that this, this uh, Harsha was made with the signing and with a Kenyan Soder. So I called up Rav Blum and I said, Lechara, we have to erase that line because nobody's making a Kenyan Soder. So I told him, I said, I know that we in the Bezdin, we have it in there because as long as you commit, you commit, right? And he says, really? I can't believe such a thing. I said, this is what we do. This is what they do. This is what they do. Because the Ramah says, as long as you commit, you commit. So I said, so really we could keep it in. Because the guy's signing that he committed with the Kenyan Sudder, which is okay. So he still wasn't so happy. He says, what do we need it for? If you don't really need the Kenyan Sudder anyways, and, and uh, you might as well just white it out, which I did. I whited it out. And that's why if you look at your star that you have, it doesn't say it on there. And that's why I have to make sure next year when I make the photocopy, I don't make a photocopy from last year's. I go back to an original because that line is missing. <laughs> that line is missing. Um, but that's, a, that's, what, that, that's what it comes out. Now, um, now over there, see again, it could be when it comes to a bezin, you want to keep it in because you want the guy to be fully committed and have a document that says he made a Kenyan Sudr. When it comes to chametz, chametz is just making me a shliach to send your chametz. You don't need major commitments. It doesn't, there's no, you know, I'm not so worried that you're going to say, you know, I didn't want you to sell my chametz. You know, you don't need such a commitment. You're not obligating yourself to anything. Just making me a shliach. We do all these extra things because it's chametz. It's not such a big deal. So therefore, why do you have to even put it in there? You don't need it. And then why do you have to say something that doesn't look so emistic, right? So therefore, we took it out. But in, in cases of Shtaris, there it's necessary because we want the commitment. So therefore we want it in there and we want you to sign that you say you did it, even though you, we know you did not do it. Or in the case of a Kenyan Sudr, maybe you did, you didn't. But in a Bezdin Chashev, you for sure didn't. Yet we want it in there because that makes the commitment solid and therefore that's how it works. Okay, and we will continue Bez Hashem next week. Uh,